It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Puppet Master Mark at the helm. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, of course, telling me everything I need to say today. And we got a big show for you today because we're gonna, I'm going to talk to you about how to raise a child activist. Now, apparently, there's money in it. And uh, if you can have a child, you can have a child activist. And that's the thing to do now in the 21st century. Now, you got to get this thing in quick because you've only got about 10, 11, 12 more years before the world ends because of climate change and global warming or whatever we're calling it these days. But here's what I want you to do. If you've got a baby, if you have a baby, preferably a girl, one that maybe has something wrong with her, then this is going to be perfect for you. You can do this with a boy, but abuse him a little bit so he becomes a victim. All right. And teach him how to talk with his wrist, with his elbows in, his wrist out, and limpy. Okay? Then you'll get a lot more of attention. Here's what I want you to do. you got to teach him how early on to screw up their face real tight. Get really, really tight. And just know how to scowl and really work those eyebrows and get those lips together. Just like a beady, I'm a pissed off kid. And then help them to pick a cause. It can be climate change. It can be gun violence. It can be LGBTQ+. It can be pro-choice. Let's abort those babies because you know what? We've got enough of the child activists now. So let's abort the rest of the babies. Remember, more babies on the planet are going to take money away from your child activist. So you got to control the population. They can pick education. They can pick health care. The list goes on. But make sure it's trending. Teach your child a cause. Then give them a platform. You can give them YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you want to use. And then you take the ingredients, put them all together with a quarter cup of opinionated attitude, a cup of holier-than-thou mindset, a couple of pounds of self-serving facts, and three to four bombastic speeches with little to no factual foundation. And, uh, you know, that's all you got to do. If, if, listen, and if you, as the parent, have any history or background— in the theater, <laughs> well, you're well on your way. All you got to do is just stir all that together, bake it at about 365 degrees for the next, I don't know, 8 to 12 years, which is what the earth is going to be registering at in Fahrenheit by the time your child is on that stage. So the timing is perfect. Today, we're going to pick apart this new phenomenon, which is child activists. I want you to go where podcasts are offered. I want you to download and listen. I also want you to go where you can rate and review. Leave us a five-star review because that's the only thing we accept, and that's what we deserve because we're in the new Studio 22. We are bigger, better, and better here at the Chad Prather Show, and you know you love it. <sighs> we're going to have so much fun today. I can tell some of you are triggered already. You can go to Chad Prather on YouTube, subscribe, hit the little notification button, and get your bell rung every day when we're on Monday through Thursday. The Chad Prather Show is kicking off right now. Everybody buckle up. All right, everybody, we're going to fill Studio 22 up with a lot of words today. Some of them are going to make you mad. Some of them are going to trigger you. I have the host of the News and Why It Matters, the lovely Sarah Gonzalez. Hello. Oh, Sarah, Sarah. We alluded to this in a prior episode, and I promised we were going to talk about this issue, this issue of Greta Thunberg and this new wave of child activists that are out there. And I want to address some of the issues that are facing us. Because we're being accused of all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Greta goes on to the uh, U.N. General Assembly after sailing across the Atlantic in a high-speed sailboat in order to protect the environment. Mm 
she sits there in front of the um, the UN and how dare you? <laughs> I did. I've done it a great impression before, but I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that was that I, was. Lacking. I think I that have to lacking. see her do it again. And you need the inspiration. Dare you? That was better. Yeah, that was a lot better. It really was like a, a Goebbels type SS young Nazi really kid. Was. Party foul, Steve. You have a sixteen-year-old daughter. I do. Would you be talked to like that by your sixteen-year-old daughter? No, I've seen your sixteen-year-old daughter smart off. I was going to say she does smart off because she's sixteen. I think yeah. that's what they do. But we put her in her places instantly. Yeah, you're not going to trot her out. No, in front of on a world stage. Not at all to lecture all the world leaders on climate change. No, I don't think so. I, she's not that passionate about that. No. Uh, <laughs> but if you, I mean, if she was like cheeseburgers. You know, just pick a passion. Yeah. Like, see, you're a horrible. Like, what I was saying in the, in the intro, you, you're horrible at change, at, tr- change, uh, at creating a child activist. Yeah, no, I am horrible at it. Because you're like, whatever, sleep till 11. I, I seem to create people that are patriots that want to join the military, and I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, out of my kids, two of them in the military. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, you're stolen my childhood this, and my dreams. This is a repeat of when I was growing up in the you know, 80s. We'll say 80s. We were scared to go outside for about a week because of acid rain. And I haven't heard about acid rain in forever. Does that mean it's gone oh. away? Is it still acid raining? In the 80s, they figured out you could just take your jeans out. You remember, yeah, yeah you'd, you'd be in style. That's where acid wash came from. Do you remember getting, when you were in school, uh, Steve, you grew up in the woods. They might not have had these kind of publications, but you could get the Scholastic <laughs> Weekly Reader. Yes, I yeah. ordered yeah. books from the Weekly I, Reader. I filled I can, out the form anyway. I can remember all sorts of BS that would come out in that Weekly Reader. Like they uh, they said that a curveball is a myth. It doesn't move. It's just a it's a, an play on what your eyes are seeing. And then they would talk about the hole in the ozone. Like, it used to scare me. My grandmother, she would get ready, and she would spray her bouffant hairdo with her white rain, you know? (laughs) And I was like, that has chlorofluorocarbons in it. (laughs) That has CFCs. There's a hole in the ozone over the Antarctic. And then there was a scholastic reader used to talk, weekly reader used to talk about the acid rain. And then I remember when I was in, I think, fifth grade, uh, the planets were all aligned. And, like, that can't happen because it's going to destroy the earth. And so I made my grandmother read the Bible to me about heaven. <laughs> what about when they uh, scared This is us real all. stuff for a kid. They scared us all about if you break styrofoam. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, that styrofoam. One I felt so guilty every or, time I accidentally broke a styrofoam Or don't cup. throw it in the fire. Yeah. Or uh, don't play with matches. That was some bogus crap right there that they fostered <laughs> on us both. kids. I threw a styrofoam in the fire. I lit matches. So you Sometimes are the same time. for What, what yeah. was the, the breaking the styrofoam thing? I don't remember that one. It released it, the gas or yeah. whatever. Oh. Because it had those, you know, whatever the emissions are in them. So when you break it, it apparently just demolishes the ozone. But now people watching and listening to this, let me remind everybody like when I was a kid, we had to go out in the hallway and get down on our knees and tuck our heads up against the the hall, the corner uh, where the wall met the floor in case of a tornado. Yeah, that yeah. was always frightening. Tornado drills, especially when they especially when they did it 
when the weather was bad outside, we were like, oh, crap, here it comes. This is the one. And then the folks a little bit older when they were in the heart of the Cold War had to learn how to get under their wooden desks in a brick building and hide from a nuclear holocaust. You know, Armageddon was coming. And, I mean, we watched the Terminator when Sarah Connor was holding onto the chain link fence and the bomb landed in L.A. and it just peeled the skin right off of her bones. And we're like, oh, my God, Skynet is becoming self-aware. This is how we're going out. I mean, Sarah. It was traumatizing. What the hell? Why are we – Why? Where? what is the deal? Why do we feel the need to scare kids? I mean, I think it's certainly gotten worse, right? I mean, I, I realize that – I don't that know. I, oh, I think it's a thing sure. that's always been around. Yes, it's a thing that's always been around, but I just – I have to believe that it's more prevalent uh, than it was before. <laughs> Specifically if, with guns, though. But if you do certain, if you do historical research mm-hmm. about a lot of the modern traditions, even a lot of the modern holidays, mm-hmm. they did a lot of these things where they would threaten their kids, like if you don't go to bed tonight, the boogeyman's going to come in and eat you. You well, know, that's just terrifying. They're, but they taught that like gospel truth. I mean, you—it's the easiest way to get kids to do what you want if you scare yeah, them. Scare the shit out of them, right? You scare okay. them, and they will fall in line and do what you want. So. It makes sense that I have a perfect example bad of that. actors would do that. Uh, when I was a kid growing up, we were, you know, always outside hunting, fishing, that kind of stuff, building campfires and stuff. And the adults would tell us, play in the fire, pee in the bed. You threw the stick down and you didn't play in the fire because you, you didn't want to pee, in, pee the in the bed. Play in the fire, pee in the bed. That doesn't even that make how, sense. How disappointed. Yeah, I <laughs> but you, were, you would be like. Oh, I'm not going to pee in the bed, so you throw the stick down and stay Kick out of the fire. fire. Pee on the dog, getting the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> yeah. How disappointed were you when you peed the bed anyway? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I stopped Put at that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> no, but so we're living. You're right, and and the reason I think it's worse is because of the age of mainstream media. Mm-hmm. It, we're being it's been pumped into us. So of course tragedies happen, and it seems like these days you got to find a kid to champion your cause. Like the Parkland shooting happened, and the David Hogg, and all these kids that came up. And look, God bless them. God bless them. I, I don't care if a if a young person is an activist, but be active in the truth. Right. You know. Let's go back to 1963 when when black children, black teenagers, were marching in the streets of Birmingham, Alabama, and they were turning loose dogs on them and fire hoses and things like this. <clears throat> this is real activism here. This this was based off of factual things that we could see and knew were going on. Uh, those protests ultimately did work. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you come out there and you start spouting gun control stuff and your facts are way off, like what's her name down in Houston who talks about her 50 pound AR-15? Sheila Jackson Lee. Yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee shooting her 50 caliber bullets. And I mean, this is an adult who's ignorant doing this stuff. So anyway, we all were subjected to Greta Thunberg, which I'm worried about this kid. I'm worried I about this kid. And, I and, and it's not because of her mental state or anything like that. Yes, yeah, she's got Asperger's. She's got she's got uh, selective mutism. She's got obsessive compulsive dis- disorders. Look, I, I've always said we've all got some form of insanity. It just depends on what scale we're on one way or another. We all live on a spectrum somewhere. And that's no disrespect to that autistic spectrum or anything like that. I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. we've all got our issues. So that's not what I'm talking about. Telling Jennings, I said, I what I what I fear is this kid's putting herself out there in so many different things. And I don't even mean like threats from people, but like she sailed across the Atlantic Ocean in a speedboat. Right. Well, sailboat. she has no idea. Yes, speed sailboat, yeah. racing sailboat. Yeah. She has no idea how she's getting back to Sweden. 
She's planning a crossland trip down to Chile. I don't know if you've walked through Mexico lately, <laughs> Greta, but it ain't Sweden, honey. No. You know, these guys, it's kind of a hard, that's a long walk. Which is why you probably shouldn't be letting children make these sorts of plans. Yeah. yeah. And just a matter of months ago, we wanted to talk about lowering the voting age to 16, even to eight years old. I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's be clear. Well, that wasn't, were we, we didn't want to talk it. about it. Then we have three-year-olds who should be able to pick their gender. Mm-hmm. And so it's always you're championing a cause with a child. You have somewhere out there the what's the transgender kid or the cross-dressing kid. Desmond. The Desmond, Desmond the Great or, or the Amazing or mm-hmm. whatever. Somebody out there still stuffing singles in his garters. Um, you got David Hogg who's spouting off about guns. You got Greta talking about climate change. Stephen Jennings, let me ask you all a question before we go any further because I want to set up a point. If I offered you a resort beachfront piece of property to live in that was very, very nice, five-star area, real estate is going to be all yours. Would you take it? I'm going to give you a house on the beach. No. Why wouldn't you take it? I'm not. I, now a lake, I might say. Hey, uh, I'm gosh. talking yes. about. Would you yes. take? The you turn yes. around and sell it tomorrow. Oh, then yes, I'll take it. I yeah, swear to God, I hate it. Of course. Well, <laughs> I mean, who, who wouldn't answer. take it? Okay. Yeah. If, if I, I could give sell you, it, I'm yeah. giving you five million dollar piece of property. I, I didn't here. know if there was conditions on this. Gift. Oh my gosh. No. Why are you got? See, this <laughs> what right kind, here. What kind of neighborhood is it in? Just ask me, Chad. He's going to make me turn liberal. Is what he's going to do. It's like I hate the right at this point. You got to read, left, a, you gotta right read right a contract before you sign the dotted line. I just want to make it clear that I want to know what if there's any conditions. Chad, can I have I'm his house and mine? I'm giving you free and clear <laughs> a beachfront piece of property with a home on it. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, me too. Unless you said the beach oh was somewhere gosh, horrible. No, here we go. No, okay. here we go. It's a beach. San Diego, uh, you pick your beach. Not San Diego. It wouldn't pick be San your Diego. beach. It's a beach in Somalia. <laughs> pick your American beach. You it has it. to be an American beach. We're oh still doing this. Oh my gosh. Can uh, <laughs> <laughs> we start over? Swear, Steve. Jennings, you'd take it, wouldn't you? Of course. I yeah. want mine and his. Yeah, exactly. You'd take it. Yeah. I'd take it. Yes. Somebody offered me and said, hey, free and clear. Let's you realize it. in the state of Florida, in the state of Florida, historically, there has only been one thing in a real estate closing that talks about a condition in concerns with climate change. That means for all these years, they've been selling beachfront property in Florida. I'm just using Florida as an example because you can use it anywhere. There is no clause anywhere in the closing documents, in the insurance documents, or anything else that talks about the potential of a climate change catastrophe that could change the nature or the value of that property. Now, Real estate agents are still out there pumping that stuff out and charging a premium with absolutely no regard. Now, if climate change was going to happen and the world was going to end in 10 to 12 years, how many mortgage companies do you think would be out there floating those loans for people to buy these million-dollar properties when there's no disclaimer, when there's no out Mm -hmm. for climate change? We we talk about floods, about hurricanes, acts of God, but we don't say anything about climate change. There's no lending company out there that would lend a 30-year mortgage on these multimillion-dollar properties that are on the coast if climate change was truly a thing. And Barack Obama would not be He would be living on the outer banks of Martha's Vineyard. $15 million estate on Martha's yeah, Vineyard. Yeah, in an eight-bedroom. Steve, you can have your house at the lake now. Thank okay? you. You can, you, can, you can put out your trot lines. and. I've spent enough time in the salt water, so <laughs> I'm good.
We're not talking about you in utero, okay? That's what we're talking All right? That's been nine months in Sandy Saline Solution. Right up there in Mama's Uvulva. Fought my way out. Don't even know what Mama's Uvulva is or how to get back to it, but... Boy, I miss them days. It's warm and cozy. It's like being in the 70s in a waterbed, swear to God. I want to say, though, um, the tides are rising like Jerry Nadler's pants when it comes to climate change. And so so basically, and Candice turned me on to this thing. Candice, get your microphone. Because they're basically doing this for real. Like All over the world, there's like 15 or 16 climate activist children. Correct. That they've that they've created in a tube somewhere, they birthed them. Maybe it was Jeff Epstein's New Mexico ranch. They're building clones, Thunberg clones, Greta clones, and they are stealing their dreams and their childhoods. Now, how do you know? How did you find this piece of information? Well, I was just doing research because I also work on Pat Gray in the morning, and so they were talking about it too. <laughs> okay, well, you should listen to it. It's pretty good, um, but. They were on to Greta and that whole cycle, and uh, there was an article of, like, 15 other activists you should be aware of, and they were all children, and so I thought that that was kind of interesting, and I got to just combing through all the different articles and trying to find out, like, what their parents do and just trying to backtrack a little bit, and so it's very interesting, and I think there's a recipe for this kind of activist child, and it's... Yeah. Something to look into. Which is like which is like everything else I've been saying, whether it's this Ukrainian collusion or Russian collusion or all these smoke screens. When it comes to climate change and activism in these kids, if you're tired of it, just get offline for about six weeks. Get off the Internet for six weeks. Take a deep breath. Come back and there'll be a new one. There'll be there'll be another smoke screen that's up there. And you're right, Candace. And by the way, I don't like sharing you with Pat Gray. <laughs> We're going to have to renegotiate this deal. That's Listen something you'll Pat have to Gray take up with him. every morning. He's OK. He's four <laughs> inches shorter than he used to be. But here's the deal. Do you remember when Diane Feinstein back in uh, February had all those kids that came in her office and, you know, they had uh, AOC and her crew had launched this eighth grade treatise called the Green New Deal <laughs> yes. in crayon. <laughs> and these kids are buying into it and they're saying, why don't you pass this? Yeah, they're not just buying into it. They're terrified. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. And they're talking to Diane Feinstein. They're like. Why won't you do this? This is our future. And this is one time I felt sorry for Diane Feinstein because you, you know she wanted to say, look here, you little <laughs> and just take them out. I mean, you knew she did, right? Yeah. yeah. But she was trying to be so diplomatic. And basically she was just saying, I've been in the Senate for 25 years. I know what can pass and I know what can't pass. And, you know, at that point I want to say, yeah, Diane, you've been there too long. Yes, but I did respect her answer. Yeah. I felt like she walked the line of holding her own and also making sure the kids knew, you know what, you're talking to an adult. Like, I, I've yeah. got it. Yeah. And that's ultimately where I'm at. It's not because people say, well, you're, why are you so triggered by this young girl? Um, well, <laughs> I, you know, are you scared of her? No. Mm -mm. No. I got five kids. I beat that ass. <laughs> I don't even have to beat them all. I just call one out of the herd and wet, let the others watch while I beat the one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't scared of no kid. Come on. No, it's just it's I'm not going to be talked down to, condescended to by a kid who's spouting things that aren't facts. Mm -hmm. And and what are they doing? They're going to just keep putting these faces out there. These are poster childs. This is a 
This is our word. We made it up last week. It's a Hitlerian tactic. It is. It's, it is. It's I mean, totally that, Nazi. That's the, and that is that is history. Yeah. People people act like you're making that up or you're exaggerating. Yeah. No, that is history. If you go back and look, that's exactly what Hitler did. You know, Greta comes on there for the UN, right? And Michael Knowles, poor Michael Knowles. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. <sighs> you know, he comes out there and he's he's on Fox News and he says, "I'm holding the parents accountable for putting a mentally ill girl up there and and you know." Taking advantage of her yes. by doing this. Of course, he caught hell for referring to her as being mentally ill. And shame on Fox News. And then Fox News issued the apology and then banned him from ever coming on Fox News, which is absolutely ludicrous because Mike Knowles is a great spokesperson for conservative values and he's got a, he's a brilliant mind. You never apologize to the mob. Never apologize. Never. Never. So, you know, they the biggest thing is the, – you know, the accusation is that Greta Thunberg is not acting of her own volition. People are putting her up to this. And you go, well, she didn't sail her own boat across the she's Atlantic. She's 16. Okay, so she's given some TED Talks, right? She's uh, more power to you. Go do that. Go do that. And, like, I never paid attention to this kid until I saw this U.N. speech she gave, which was scripted. Mm-hmm. And if you see her now, I've gone back and looked. If you see her in other talking things where she's not very good at it. Yeah. But this one was very rehearsed. It was very well acted. And, okay, you're speaking to the world. I expect you to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. But to be that condescending with that whole how dare you attitude. And now what are we going to do? They're just going to keep trotting them out here. And I mean, you know, there's there's been a ton of them that they've used. They're just going to keep on coming. Are, are you okay? You are okay with her giving TED Talks? I I'm don't not. care. I, I mean, I, but I don't feel like it sets a good precedent. I'm willing to listen to someone who has had some sort of life experience that relates to what they're talking about yeah. if they're younger. But I'm not going li- to listen to a 16-year-old who, you know, well, exactly. Dr. Like, Fast if, from AOC. If the TED Talks people want to give a platform to whoever, well, that's right. their business. They, they're allowed to do that. But I'm with you. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to hear, why is it that we have people like Woody Harrelson and Leonardo DiCaprio and George Clooney and, you know, list them all off. And then your child activists, they're the ones who are always the face of things like climate change. But never actual science, scientist. Okay, right. There's Bill Nye, who's not a scientist. He's a mechanical engineer. Spent all of an hour one day talking to a guy on Twitter who tried to tell me that that's being a scientist. Because, you know, it's a Bachelor of Science. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand people, Candice. <laughs> I can't stand it. Bachelor of Science. Oh, he's a scientist. Well, I got one of those, too. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? Okay, so I, I don't understand that, though. You keep you keep making it. But, you know, the, the news wants to come out and says that that Greta is triggering for men. Just it, for men. Just for men. Okay. Yeah, I, I get triggered laughter when I watch <laughs> yeah. it. So it really triggers me triggers into you. laughter. Yeah. This article says part of the reason she inspires such rage, of course, is blindingly obvious. Climate change is terrifying. The Amazon is burning. So, too, is the savanna. Parts of the Arctic are on fire. Sea levels are rising. There are more vicious storms and wildfires and droughts and floods. Denial is easier than confronting the terrifying truth. Then there's the fact 
that we don't like being made to feel bad about our life choices. That our human nature, that's what it is. It's why we sneer at vegans. No, because you're not eating good food. (laughs) It's like, come on, dude. I'm chewing on a barbecue rib right here, and you're judging me. Listen. Vegans are the ones who sneer. They're the ones who sneer. I don't sneer at vegans. Vegans sneer sneer at me. My manager in L.A., Arthur, has been a vegetarian, not a vegan, He's been a vegetarian since 1975. He's the real deal. He likes to bark at me about my diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do some differences. So could you, Tubbs. But listen, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I was sitting there. I was sitting there at a business uh, convention. 16,000 people were at this event. I'm sitting at this lunch break. We're at a table, right? Mm-hmm. You go through. You get your food. You sit down. And it's a hodgepodge of people, maybe 14 people around one single big round table, right? And this one girl, pretty girl, she's just pretty young girl. And and so all the guys are like, the guys are talking to her, you know, they're like, hey, yeah, well, yeah, where are you from? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Because she was, she's an attractive girl. And she has no food. Are you not going to eat? I'm waiting on mine. I'm waiting on mine. We're like, what are you waiting on? <laughs> she's like, well, I got, I'm, my food's coming. Well, the food's up there on the, oh no, I'm vegan. <laughs> and so they bring her this thing in a saran wrapped, plate that had been and she peels it out and does her whole thing and so she's doing all this stuff and like immediately every guy who had been attracted to her five minutes before was like this <laughs> I, I would quickly let them know that don't worry i've got you covered i'm gonna eat meat for you yeah, so i mean i'll take your portion. Again, I'm offset. i don't I'll care what you eat i don't care what you eat but i don't want to be judged for what i eat so, I mean, like, like to say that I'm sneering at vegans, no, I'm going to make fun of you, but I'm also going to make fun of everybody else. Like, you know, I make fun of gluten people, and that's a real thing. You make fun of me. I make fun of you. Yeah. You're a keto guy. And hey, my son has a wheat sensitivity. I don't care. I got it confirmed. I oh, can't make true. fun of my gluten-free lifestyle. Hey, I, I mean, I hey, will. You need to introduce him to wheat a little bit at a time and build that. My gut is burping with the wheat of the bread. And I, okay, I feel bad for you. They had to cut a foot of my intestines out. I'll show you the pictures. I, I, don't, I don't really, I mean, make fun pictures. of me. I got scars to prove it. Whoopie doo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. His rectum got wrecked. Yeah. They wrecked my rectum. Also, Sarah, vegans sneer because they can't lift their lips any higher to form a smile. Oh, there you go. So, you know, it'll be the sight of a small-boned child subjecting herself to a fortnight being tossed about on the Atlantic with only a bucket bearing a, quote, poo only, please, sign by way of luxury in order to make a change about, to make a point about climate change. Greta Thunberg. (laughs) It's just silly. Okay, here's the thing. The Amazon's burning, deforestation and all that stuff. Listen, if you're listening to me, it's like the old it's like the old joke where guy says, ask the scientist, how long do you think the earth has left? And he goes, mm, probably about a hundred million years. And he goes, Oh my god. And the guy goes, What's wrong? And he goes, I thought you said a hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look. Look. They have pulled they have pulled cylinders of ice out of Antarctica hundreds of feet deep. 
and you can judge the ages of the ice. You can judge the ages of the ice, and if you go back thousands of years, you can see where the temperature was actually three degrees warmer a thousand years ago. In some, I mean, it's just, it's just dumb. The climate changes. Is the climate changing? Yes, just like it always has. Right. You have 12 more years to live. No, there will be enough trees in the forest to build a coffin to put your dead carcass in whenever you die. That's morbid. That's how it is. So don't get on your grandstand, on your soapbox. Start telling me that, you know, Greta don't know how she's getting home. Yeah, and don't don't put a, a young girl on a world stage and then tell me I can't criticize what she has to say. Yeah. If you're going to put her on a world stage to speak to the adults, then she can get criticized just like an adult. You don't get to just parade little children around and then hide behind them. I want to read this one last thing. We're going to wrap it up because this is this is amazing. And by the way, people say, well, you know, the left made fun of Barron Trump. And well, Barron Trump wasn't on a world stage. He didn't. He didn't ask to be. Yeah, he did. She did. Right. And so um, making fun of kids. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I mean, you know, I can't believe you're making fun of kids. Why not? Um, it's, you know, it's, I, I mean, we're, we're not bullying them. Oh, no, but they'll use that word. <laughs> I got I mean, that that's, word that's a lot for oh, my, my latest kid. YouTube no, video. You, have, you, if you, if you say that that's bullying, mm-hmm. you've never been bullied. Yeah. I'll put it that way. That's what I said. I'm like, I bet you got a participation trophy when you were little too, didn't yeah. you? If you, you think that that's bullying. You've never been bullied. So anyway, that, and here it is, you know, there is this article yeah, it says Greta Thunberg obviously scares some men silly. The bullying of the teenager by conservative middle-aged yes. men has taken on a grim, almost hysterical edge. Mm. And some of them are reaching deep into the misogynist playbook to divert focus from her message. Well, I, uh, uh, <laughs> so, you know, look, it's, it's, and look, I'll, to her defense, to her defense, I'll, I'll be fair. You know, there was like uh, there was an Australian newspaper. There was a, author, a writer there who called her freakishly influential with many mental disorders. There was another one uh, called her a hysterical teenager. None of those are wrong. So who <laughs> called her a mentally ill Swedish child, unstable, a millennia, millenarian weirdo. Uh, <laughs> she deserved a spanking, medieval witchcraft. They've called her the modern-day Joan of Arc, which we could talk about that for an hour. Um Trump got on and said on Twitter, he said, she seems like a very happy young girl <laughs> looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. So great. nice to see. That was great. I know. That's awesome. So, so I mean, you, really you see this stuff like that. It's like, look here, kid, more power to you. Knock yourself out. But if, let me just tell you, these are the rules. And your, kid, your parents should have told you. Mm-hmm. All right. Before they trotted you out here to, to lecture us, you're going to get as good as you give and you're going to get it by a lot more. Look, if I, if I, if I, you know, look, my small little platform, I'm going to get on here and make fun of people and have a good time and tell you what I think and put my opinion out there. I get crucified every single day. You know, hey, I'm walking around with my pants down. But that's the that's the risk I take. You know, my wife said to me yesterday, she said, well, I mean, you're going to live this life. I'm like, well, I don't complain about it. You know, I get it every day. You get it. My God, you I, get it. I Lord, do get it. Some we, weird dude asked to see your feet this morning. <laughs> Sorry, I was just I was just curious. What? <laughs> well, yeah, that we could go on we and on about that. Anyway. We'll we'll save Wiki Feet for another Wiki Feet. Another she episode. sends me a screenshot of this thing called Wiki Feet. There's pictures of her online of of, of where her feet are exposed a, in some form a or fan fashion. Sent me. Wow. Don't it's get weird, Steve. All of these screenshots. One of them was on his show, a, a previous episode of your show. 
Yeah. And you could just barely see the tips of my toes. Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, foot fetish is a real thing, I hear. You hear? Yeah. Is that what you hear? Sometimes I wish the world would just come on to an end. Come on down. <laughs> Let's just all go to sleep. See y'all on the other side. All right. We're out of time. Got to go. Go to where podcasts are offered. Download and listen. God bless you. Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube. Party Time Mom shirt. Party Time Mom shirt. Get that. You can go to theblaze.com. Find it on there under the apparel. Chad Prather Collection. Sarah Gonzalez, The News and Why It Matters. Be sure to tune in. Buy some News and Why It Matters merch, too. Yeah. Hey, girl. We'll have to get you in that next. I like I'm it. I'm in your merch. You, you be I like it. I want to see it. him in a tank top. I'll do it. <laughs> And pay attention every afternoon because sometimes, a couple times a week, maybe, every now and then, I'm on the news. And why it matters. And that was a bear. I love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Gratitude, Annenberg.